Hello and welcome to this audio edition of the Ex-Mormon Files with host Earl Erskine. Thank you for joining us. On each episode of this program, Earl, a former LDS bishop, interviews a former Mormon guest about their journey out of Mormonism and into an authentic relationship with Jesus Christ. These stories are encouraging, fascinating, and often moving. For more information on the Ex-Mormon Files internet video program, please visit exmormonfiles.com. That's exmormonfiles.com. And now, here's Earl. Good evening and welcome to the Ex-Mormon Files here in the heart of Salt Lake City. I'm your host, Bishop Earl, and I appreciate you spending some of your evening with us. I'm really happy tonight to introduce Andrea Guernsey. Appreciate you coming and sharing your story. Lovely young lady, and she's got a very interesting story. You were actually born in the church, right? I was. Yeah, and baptized at eight. Baptized at eight. Were your parents active? My mother was always active. My dad um, was kind of the black sheep of his family, not always the most active. Yeah. My mom was active. But my mom always was. And brothers and sisters, did you? Yeah, um, my brother went on a mission, my sister, um, is active, still active. Yeah. Yeah. And did you uh, like go to seminary and? I went to seminary. I graduated from seminary. Did you? And um, served in the young women's, like when I was a beehive and. Oh, you did. Mm-hmm. So you and went to camp, youth camps, and yep. that kind of stuff. Yep. Did you ever bear your testimony around the campfire and? You know, I wasn't much of a testimony bearer. <laughs> yeah, wasn't. If I did, it was probably pretty short. And yeah, but but did you ever think that the church wasn't true? Was that ever anything that crossed your mind at that point? Um, no, not at that point. No. Yeah. yeah. So just active and busy in the church and mm-hmm. growing just a up. A good little Mormon girl. <laughs> good little Mormon girl. <laughs> yep. So what happens after high school? Any were you able to? transitioned into young adult okay and yeah um after high school i went up to the u and i was still pretty active um i even threw around going on a mission i that was one of my yeah. goals and then um i just got into school and decided not to not pursue to that yeah. but and were you did you remain active then is it yeah I, up until you know early 20s i kind of just as my friends started to get married one by one, <laughs> and I got older, I kind of just started to um, become a little less active. I didn't, mm-hmm. you know, completely stop believing it, but... Yeah. Did your mom and dad say anything about that, or were they upset um, about that? Or your mom at least, I guess. You know, my mom <laughs> probably was. She's not very um, vocal about... She kind of just silently probably was disapproving, but... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know it, sometimes it, it is a, a hard transition for young women, especially where young boys maybe go, do go on missions, but to, to leave after you leave high school, it's, well, do I go to Relief Society? I can't go to young women anymore, and yeah. where do I fit in? I think that's... Yeah, and I was feeling like, you know, seeing all my friends get married in the temple, and yeah. I got my patriarchal blessing, and I was just kind of feeling that pressure and what's wrong with me and why am I not getting married and so you um, got a patriarchal blessing tell mm-hmm. us about that a little bit for the viewers that might not know that um, how old were you when you got that I was 19 oh. when I got that and um, I was actually pretty nervous to get it just because it's almost like I was scared to 
find out what it was going to say about my future and you we know we really put faith in those don't mm -hmm. don't we i oh, mean yeah. we believe that they are god's words to, yeah. to us so i was afraid what if it says go on a mission and i didn't want to or you know yeah. so but i ended up getting it and at that point in my life where i was really needing direction i kind of clung to it yeah and it meant a lot to me yeah at that point well, I, I know it's really hard to even talk about because they are supposed supposed to be personal and again words from God. But uh, of course, we have probably a little different perspective about them now. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, don't we? Mm -hmm. But uh, so then, what happens in life? Um. Well, <laughs> I so at age twenty-eight is when I finally got married in the temple. Oh, you did get married in the temple? Mm -hmm. Okay. Salt Lake Temple? Or? Um, actually, the San Diego Temple. Oh. We were trying to do something fun and had this California wedding. Yeah. And, and now your husband was a return missionary? or Yep, he, he went on a mission yeah. and he fit the goal? description of what was in my patriarchal blessing. Yeah. You know, and it's funny how that influenced that decision and, you know, it was who I was supposed to marry. You and what I was supposed to do, yeah, you know. And that you were 28, you say? And 28, which is late for Mormon for standards. Mormon, yeah, <laughs> yeah, kind of. Did you feel pressure then to mm -hmm. kind of? Yeah, and I want. I did desperately like want. I wanted to start a family and yeah. have that life. So and looking back, then do you? Well, now I guess we should explain. You, you actually how. Um, Married in the San Diego Temple, then then what happens? I guess. Yeah, and okay, well, <laughs> so when I first went through, I went through in the um, Jordan River Temple. Like, oh yeah, I don't know if it was a week before, or a month before, um, I got sealed, and that was a pivotal moment for me as far as oh. my faith, because um, the night before I went through, I did the most sincere prayer. To God because I had heard things about the temple and that you know it was kind of strange and I didn't take any like temple prep classes I had no idea really what I was getting into just well, that, they're not allowed to talk about right about it so so anyway just this heartfelt prayer and I just asked God like even if I don't understand it just please let me feel your spirit and know yeah. that it's true so I went through um, my mom took me through, you know, and had some family there, and it was so strange to me. Like, and I just, I got this, it was this bad feeling. Like, oh. I was searching for, you know, the burning in your bosom, warm, fuzzy <laughs> feeling, and I got this opposite, awful feeling. Wow. And I couldn't, it was hard for me to sit through the whole thing and go along with it. Wow. And my family could tell, like we went to dinner after and like, I, it was like kind of traumatizing. Like I what was, what did I just do? Yeah. And I remember my ex-husband kind of dragged me up into the prayer circle and, you know, I didn't know what was going on. It was like, it was pretty awful. Well, I've heard, we've heard other people that have gone through the temple for the first time and then the washing and anointing and all the things that go on there and it is it's very strange and I guess thinking about the Book of Mormon you know when we're asked to pray about the Book of Mormon what if a person does pray and doesn't get the, doesn't get an answer 
the problem is always with the person. Yes, right? exactly. So the same thing with the temple. Don't you, you almost yes, feel like... Yes, I felt like I was being looked at like, oh, well, you're not spiritual. And that's how I like internalized it. Like there's something wrong with me. Like yeah. why is everyone else here, you know, just going along with it? And I'm like severely disturbed by what <laughs> just happened. So, yeah. You know, someone said something about uh, taking oaths for dead people. You know, you're taking it, well now you went through for yourself the first mm -hmm. time, but after that, the, we go through the temple over and over again, it's for people that have died. Mm -hmm. And so we're taking oaths for them. Yeah. It's kind of a strange concept. It is concept. very strange. It doesn't make and the any other, sense. The other thing that we, we've heard is that there's a certain amount of a cult it's in the temple, the all-seeing eye and some of the other things in the temple. Mm -hmm. Did yeah, you see after that I've researched it? it now, yeah. it's very interesting. And the masonry and, you know, and similarities with that you can't deny. Yeah, and maybe your spirit was, or God's spirit to you was saying something. That's what I feel like. I feel like he's answering my prayer, you yeah. know, telling me to run. <laughs> and, yet, and yet those that were with you would, would say that it's your fault, right. that you're not... Mm -hmm. spiritual enough or exactly mm -hmm. wow so you get married and mm -hmm. in san diego and yeah and so then early married life um we actually lived with my in-laws at the time and so you know and they're all very mormon and so i kind of just played the role you know um went to church because we were living with them i think if we had been on our own we would have i probably wouldn't have gone would, would, he, would your <laughs> husband have gone too um Maybe, 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 not. maybe, maybe not. <laughs> like, he's one of those that um, really believes it. Not necessarily, even if he's not active, he's still like, you know, got his heels dug in pretty yeah. deep. So, so what happens after this? Um, so um, we eventually moved out of my in-laws, and in our so we're in a new ward, and we kind we weren't real active then, and you know um either of us and one night i came across your show oh really yeah and well my husband or ex-husband was had the remote and we stopped it there and we were both watching it for a couple minutes and then he was like oh this is dumb you know and yeah. changed the channel but then me i was like secretly like that's actually interesting <laughs> you know and so here's a former bishop interviewing people that have yeah, left the church and yeah i'm like oh maybe i'm not alone here you know and so he ended up going out of town a couple weeks later and i looked it up online yeah and just um that was the start of it all i just um yeah and i saw you and not i hope this isn't offensive but i saw you like this typical mormon <laughs> bishop you know figure yeah. and i'm like what made him yeah. leave the church and i ended up looking up your story and how you looked at the different versions of the or you yeah. read the original the book of mormon and yeah. so yeah that just started me on my quest for information and, and things that you'd maybe thought about before all, all of a sudden you started learning about yeah. i guess and mm -hmm. did you start studying a little bit yeah learning uh-huh and it's like polygamy i knew you know that joseph well i knew brigham young was a polygamist but not that joseph smith was was that shocking to learn so that? shocking yeah. it's amazing what was kept hidden 
Yeah. You know? Well, and they would say, well, it's not hidden, it's there, but they never talk about oh, it. Oh, no way. I, I'd never heard that Joseph Smith married 14 and 15 yeah. year olds. And other men's wives. Yeah, can which you believe that? I had never heard of yeah. either. Women that were already, 11 of them. It wasn't like. Mm -hmm. uh, it's yeah, crazy. and it, so it's funny to me that people in the church will justify, well, he was just a man and he's, men aren't perfect. Yeah. You know, but to me, I'm like, that's more than just not being perfect. Like, that is evil, like, yeah, to me. Like, that is not, <laughs> you know, all the things I learned about him just yeah. did not. So did you share any of these thoughts eventually with your husband? And I did, and he was not receptive not at all. Not happy at all. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Yep, and so, yeah, we'd have been having some other problems, and that was just kind of one more thing to add on. And, um, yeah, so ended up divorcing eventually. And um, Do you feel like you... You mentioned this just a little bit, but maybe being pressured into getting to the temple, getting married, and maybe not yeah, enough time. Yeah, so and that was a tough decision temple. because I did transition right into Christianity, and so you know, and I know the Bible like teaches you know you shouldn't divorce, and that's yeah. bad and wrong. So I had this conflict of you know, it was really a hard decision. Yeah. Um, well, speaking but, of the Bible, what did you think of Jesus as a Mormon? What? Um, I always believed in Jesus. I just, because I feel like, you know, there are bits of truth woven into Mormonism amongst all the stuff Joseph Smith introduced, but um, so I feel like I probably clung to those little bits and pieces. Yeah. Definitely always believed in Jesus. So once I learned, you know, the nature, true nature of God, that the Bible teaches that He was God and He came down in the flesh, like that just clicked for me and made so much more sense. And yeah. And it, did, had you been reading the Bible before then, or was um, it something no. you never? No. No, Even I mean in seminary, you don't really. It, yeah, little scripture mastery verses. Right. And I remember having the goal once to go through it, starting with the Old Testament and only got th through part of Genesis, so yeah. <laughs> that's as far as I ever went. I think most of the stories anybody knows out of the Bible probably are in Genesis, aren't they? The mm -hmm. book of Abraham, or uh, story of Abraham and the Egypt mm -hmm. and all that stuff, and, yeah. the, and the flood and stuff. Mm -hmm. That's about all the Mormons know about their Bible, or, yeah. or at least that, that Yeah, so it. it was really crazy to see the Book of Mormon and the Bible and just how they contradict each other. Yeah. And so, no wonder they don't, you know, yeah. examine it in more depth. Well, was there any other problems that you had with, with Mormonism that uh, kind of kept leading you out? Yes, I always, so I always had problems with um, the pre-existence. Oh. Um, just, you know, because the Mormons view themselves as this chosen people that we were righteous in the pre-existence and that's why we came into these righteous homes and families yeah. you know yeah. as a blessing yeah and to me i it just i couldn't see myself as any better than someone you know in a war-torn third world country you know it just didn't make sense to me god loves them too yes yeah, yeah. and it's funny too that the church 
proclaims itself to be the only true church. So this just this little group of people are the only ones that God's going to accept. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, I'm sure they, they would say that there's a lot of missionary work left to do, but uh, mm -hmm. it is kind of a funny little concept, isn't it, that, yeah. that we're the chosen ones. And yeah. it gives you a lot of pride, doesn't it? Oh, Did yeah. Did you notice that? Yes, that um, fosters pride. And then even the patriarchal blessing, that's kind of how I view it now. It's like this way to like, it makes you kind of prideful about yourself and what you're going to accomplish in life. And, you know. It doesn't it, though? It makes you judgmental, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and then guilt. Mm -hmm. you, know, you feel guilty when you're not doing everything you're supposed to. Yeah, and that was a big mind shift for me. Was um, when I, because that's how I used to view God in this negative way. Like I just wasn't good enough. You know, like I wasn't fulfilling all of my duties as the, a Mormon like I should, and so. Whenever anything would go wrong in my life, I would feel like, you know, it's because God's, God's punishing me, <laughs> which is so opposite. So, yeah, once I, you know, um, learned about grace and just His love and that God is love, like, yeah. it's just so different. Well, did you have a moment that, that you really feel like, okay, now I'm, now my eyes are open? <laughs> What? Yeah, so I, after I did all my research um, and was finding all this information out, I just remember getting down on my knees and praying, and I um, just asked God, like, is this what you've been trying to tell me? Because I had, would ha had doubts, you know, throughout my life, and yeah. I didn't know why. And yeah. so I just asked Him, and I got this, like, resounding, clear yes answer and then just felt this like weight lifted off of me and really yeah and it was like I, I know um Sean explains it as it's more you see things more clearly Maybe. instead of just feeling that feeling you know yeah. that they stress Your in Mormonism yeah it was like everything made sense and yeah yeah and we never amazing. we never felt that way and I mean there's a Jesus says, "My burden, my yoke is easy, and my burden is light." You, mm -hmm. you feel that? Now. Yeah, and it's like I'd read that before, but it's like I finally understand that. That's what that but means. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, it makes sense now. Yeah, and the Bible. Do you? I love the Bible. Yeah, like, um, it's just like that verse. There's so many verses like that where it's like it's so new now. It's like it all yeah makes sense, and it's so simple. Like. You know, yeah, and we we mentioned grace, but did, have you did you ever understand that as a Latter Day Saint? Never, because you were working your little. Yeah, I just always felt like I never measured up. You know. Yeah, and so. it was all based on what you had done recently. Really, I mean, mm -hmm. you, don't you feel like it was kind of climbing the ladder? And yeah, you and you would always back? like, I hope I'll make it to heaven. You know, I hope I'm doing enough. Yeah, but you never had that surety, like yeah. that. You know, so was of that grace. A, quite a special moment when you finally felt like was that like an aha? Okay. Oh, oh yeah, very like liberating and yeah, yeah. So and by great. then, were you divorced or was this? Uh, no, I was still married at that time. Yeah. And mm -hmm. did you share this with your husband and just said, "I, there's things you don't know about the church." Did mm -hmm. you share that? And I did. Again, and he wasn't interested in. Yeah. Oh, he would kind of listen and 
but it was kind of like talking to a brick wall. Yeah. He just, he knew and he, he didn't want to know, I think. Well, I think it's hard to, you said he was a return missionary and I think there is a pride there too, mm -hmm. don't you think? I did see that because I would bring things up and he would say, and it's true that at that point I wasn't very well studied as a Christian, you right. know, so it was hard for me to like have any kind of intelligent debate with him. Yeah. And he did feel like I've been on a mission and I know this better than you and I know you know what I mean? It was kind of that attitude. I could see myself doing that same thing like yeah. I may not have said it out yeah. loud, but I, my thought would have been you really don't have anything to share with me. You're Yeah, and that's what I'm I, a return missionary or mm -hmm. I've studied and Yeah. So you felt that, huh? Yeah. A little bit. Well, did you ever talk to any leaders or anything about some of your concerns, a bishop or did you ever? I never did, a, no. Yeah. Like I, I talked to my mom once about the pre-existence Yeah, thing, what'd she say? And I never tried to bring them things up too much. I just didn't want to like yeah. um, cause much contention, but um, so I'd kind of just listen, you know, to her response. but she tried to just explain it that it's not what we're doing now like we're not any better than anyone else it's just what we did in the in the pre-life that got us here and you know so we she burned was, our own way here yeah and even like that explanation that i was just yeah. like no that still doesn't you know appease me that doesn't yeah. make sense now i know you go to a church called capital is uh -huh. that in the capital area it's on um what is it, 7th South and 10th East, I believe. Tell us yeah. about that a little bit. Do they have music? And a, they have they, music, they a they band. They teach out of the Bible? Mm-hmm, yeah. Do you feel like you're worshiping a church or Jesus? Not at all. <laughs> it's completely about Jesus and, um, yeah, it's so different than any Mormon church service. Tell me about the first time you walked in there. Uh, you well, the first time I went there, I actually went with um, some of my former bosses. But when I was still Mormon, they took me there. Really? Yeah. Well, they were they were Mormon or they were Christian. So I, they were Christian, and okay. I was still Mormon. And so this is was one of the things shocking? looking back where I'm like, <laughs> God was trying to speak to me then, you yeah, know? Yeah. And and I ended up going. You know, I was you know open minded, and they really were you know trying to encourage me and. Yeah. Show me. Was it shocking to to sing the songs? It was very uncomfortable for me at that time. It was so music, foreign. A band, or yeah, something? and people were clapping, and you know, it was very different, and yeah. I felt out of place. And you know, now I can see it's just because of that's I was raised. Just because you're comfortable with something doesn't make it true. Your arms. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. And the um, message was it. Uh, what, what did you hear there? Um, you know, when I went the first time, I don't really remember because I just remember it was kind of new and strange. Yeah. But when I, you know, years later now, when I've gone back, it was completely different, and I just felt yeah. so much peace and right at home. And and the girls, do they like to go? My kids, yeah. yeah or they, the kids, I'm sorry. Yeah, Is girl a and boy? a boy, but yeah, they love it, yeah. Yeah. They have a great kids' ministry. And they enjoy going and... Mm -hmm. See, that's one thing I think most Mormons don't really appreciate the fact that Christians have a heart for, of course, for God and Jesus, but they have programs and... Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what have you people... What that? Um, I didn't know much about that either, and I think people are scared to lose that structure and organization and 
convenience, you know, the oh. social aspect of being in the church. Yeah. And um, so I think that's, but you, you can know, it can be it. scary, but it's there, yeah. Yeah. And to, to really worship God is so different. And, you know, I, I would have thought as an, a Latter-day Saint, of course, we've only been out for three years ourselves, but um, that it would get boring. Mm -hmm. But it sure hasn't got boring yet. It's so and crazy. It's like stuff. I look forward to it every week. Yeah. It's, it's so different. Like I like want to go. I get like so sad if I can't go for some reason. You yeah. know, it's there's no obligation. It's not like you feel like you have to or you should. It's that you really, really want to. And do you have the attitude, uh, I know we joke about this, but you can eat, drink, and be merry and do all you want because you've been saved by grace and faith <coughs> alone in Christ? You it know, just doesn't compute, does no. it? No. Yeah, it's you, you want to please God, and so yeah. that's your focus. That's what it becomes. So you're not out there partying <laughs> no yeah and, and doing things that I'm, sh I'm yeah, sure yeah it's just a freedom it's like you know you're not perfect so I mean it's not that now I'm like trying to be perfect it's I just accept that I'm not and in that comes such this yeah. freedom and ease you know and it's such a subtle little difference I guess I mean it hit me square in the face so uh -huh. it wasn't so subtle but it's still just a little different thinking. That mm -hmm. It's not all about us. And yeah. Like you said about the patriarchal blessing and earning yeah. our own way. Taking the focus off yourself yeah. and your problems in your world and onto others, which Jesus taught. Like, you know, first you believe in God and then you um, love others. And yeah. yeah, it's so simple little formula. Simple it's really so quite godlike yeah. in a way. I've thought about it that way is that what would God have us do? Would he have us go through rituals and ceremonies and everything, or would he have this simple faith in his son and, and his gift to us? Well, you've got just a 30, 40 seconds. What would you okay. tell the Latter-day Saints? You know, um, I would just say don't be complacent. Like, I know a lot of friends and family who have the idea that, you know, it's not a bad way of life and, you know, God will, you know, even if it's not true, God won't judge us because we're living yeah. a good, righteous life. Yeah. But, you know, it makes me think of in the Bible, um, Jesus said, don't be lukewarm. You should be hot or cold. Hot or like, cold. you should have, yeah. you should believe in what you're well, Andrea, thanks so much. Appreciate you sharing. Our time's all, all, all okay. of a sudden gone. But a wonderful story, and we appreciate you joining us tonight. We'll see you next week. This has been the audio edition of The Ex-Mormon Files. The Ex-Mormon Files is a production of Main Street Church of Brigham City. For information about this program, including past and current video episodes, please visit exmormonfiles.com. From there, you can also download audio episodes of this program. If you have an ex-Mormon story you would like to share, we'd love to hear from you. Please write us at contact at exmormonfiles.com. Thank you for listening, and we hope you'll tune in again soon. Music